0: Good morning everybody, this is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on 19th of December, Tuesday. Running into Christmas, I am back from a week in the wilds of Queensland, well New South Wales and Queensland, Port Macquarie, Tamworth, Dorigo, Casino and the Gold Coast all on the back of a BMW adventure bike and most of it off road. A couple of people fell off but nobody hurt themselves and I'm off obviously not trying hard enough, I have yet to drop my bike after 10,000 kilometres, so all good bike being shipped back from the Gold Coast. Right. Our market behaving itself nicely whilst I was away and behaving itself nicely today. NASDAQ was up overnight. The LNAS, which is long NASDAQ ETF, which we rebought in the ideas portfolio, having sold it a little bit early, is up 1% today. So happy with that. And everything. Today is looking pretty good. We're rolling nicely into Christmas. The technical section today will tell you that the ASX200 is now overbought for the first time since February this year and hasn't been this overbought since November 2020. So we have got ourselves pretty overcooked, I think, on this recent rally, but such is the strength of this peak interest rate theme that we're seeing very little selling into strength. I think traders running into Christmas, traders would probably have their fingers on the trigger ready to take a profit because usually over Christmas, nobody wants to be looking over their shoulder at the stock market. There are significant profits to be taken. And generally speaking, you would be taking the profit coming back in a couple of weeks time and starting over. But for the moment, until there is a significant down day, I think that would be the trigger for me if we saw a significant sell-off with some sort of macro backdrop reason for it, then you might be selling. Until then, we'll be holding. In the strategy portfolio, which is now up almost 10% since we bought back into the market at the beginning of uh, beginning of November after that Fed meeting, the strategy portfolio, it's designed... I would just make the point, it's not a trading portfolio. It is designed to make super fund investing easy with a few decisions a year based on market timing and sector timing, It's not something that we should be cute with. The idea is to capture the bull markets and avoid the precipitous moments, which means that we will probably be invested 85% of the time and occasionally just chicken out either when things look dangerous or when there is a downtrend. So at the moment, there is no downtrend. The market doesn't feel at all precipitous, in which case I think it's very unlikely, even if we see a bad day, That we will be selling off in the strategy portfolio. You would need, in order to exit the market, and this applies to all investors, whether you're running a 20 stock portfolio or whether you're mimicking our ETF portfolio, our strategy portfolio, it would apply to everybody that the market's behaving itself. It seems to be trending up, in which case, just go with it. No need for investors for blue and yellow zone members to be selling at this point. Red zone traders, yeah, you'd be thinking about maybe taking a profit and coming back in a couple of weeks time. But for investors, things are looking fairly solid. And as I say, the integrity of this peak rates theme appears quite solid. No doubt at some point, a new narrative will appear. We will rotate from the optimism that lower interest rates is bringing to something presumably fear about recession but at the moment there's no sign of it so happy to be fully invested in the strategy portfolio don't anticipate changing that anytime soon we are capturing the big trend not the little trend meanwhile in our one- stock portfolios bhp going very nicely bhp is bordering on an all-time high the all-time high is 5021 if I've got that right and we're currently 49.39 so getting close and we're not even overbought on BHP. So the trend is our friend. Since we bought it recently, BHP is up 8.9%. And the BHP one stock portfolio since inception, which was May the 3rd this year, since inception, we're up 6.8%. The idea with these one stock portfolios was that we managed to achieve a better than market return by trading just one stock. And the stocks were picked because BHP regularly has 20 to 50% rallies over periods of months. But it is a long-duration trading stock. And the idea was to time BHP and consequently do better than the market. Same with Macquarie as well. Macquarie is a stock market stock, which means... Its business is related to financial markets, it's earning a percentage, in many cases, On the value of assets, so when the value of assets go up, goes up when the financial markets go up, the value or the percentage that Macquarie earns is going to go up. So it's a stock market stock. So it should underperform more, underperform the market when the market falls, and outperform the market when the market rises. So if you were trying to time the market, why not do a little bit better than that and try and time Macquarie? Because if you get it right, you're going to make more money in Macquarie than you will in the market. So on Macquarie. We're up 15.9% since inception, and we're up 12% on our recent purchase. So that is doing what it's supposed to do, which is beating the market. The market this year or rather since this portfolio began, the market's up 5.1% and Mac- and the portfolio, just trading Macquarie on its own, is up 16%. So we've been in the market by 10% since May. And that's exactly what this portfolio should be doing. Now, just a little bit of, not so much education, but i just make the point, when we bought Macquarie this second time around, we bought it because the market was going up. And if you'd been looking at just the numbers on Macquarie, you wouldn't be buying it. There was nothing compelling about the fundamentals. The narrative was all about The lack of m and and IPO activity Their most recent results Were flattered by Their global markets division Which is almost a trading division Which did exceptionally well But the earnings are not reliable They have uptimes and downtimes So the quality of the results Last time around Although the results were better than expected The quality wasn't there And the feeling is that The earnings aren't reliable And the market was going down Bottom line There was no, if you just looked at them, if you're an analyst on Macquarie, you probably wouldn't have been buying, you probably couldn't find a reason on fundamentals to buy Macquarie when we bought it. And the reason we bought it was because the market was going up. It's a stock market stock. And I think, and we've got it right. And I think the lesson is, which is a lesson to us all on every stock, is that you will not time stocks. In order to make money, you've got to time stocks and contrary to popular belief you can, time stocks and the market, we're proving that much, in order to time stocks, you will not do it by looking at the fundamental numbers. You will do it by looking at changes in sentiment, changes in theme, and the stock market theme changed significantly on the 1st of November after that after that FOMC meeting, and that's why Macquarie Should have been bought not because of the PE or the yield or some company specific change or news we bought it because the stock market started going up and it, the lesson to us is that you need to in order to get stocks right timing stocks right you need to get the you need to understand the drivers of each stock and spot when those themes change and that's what we've ended up doing this it's the now the market's today formula which has developed over years now 41 years in my case And whilst I risk getting hit with a baseball back on the the back of the head for thinking for an instant that we know what we're doing, truth of the matter is what we are doing, which has certain elements to it, is working. And without having written them down, I would say to you the elements that work are not predicting anything reacting, not predicting. Vigilance. We are looking at the market every day and making decisions every day. I think you have to do that. I think where a lot of investors go wrong is where they buy a stock or not a stock. They have a portfolio and they ignore it for a month and then come back and have a look. And then they get indecisive about selling when they've got things wrong and they've missed things that have gone up and decide not to buy them. So vigilance is very important. And for us, it seems just waking up and making decisions on every day based on fact rather than making decisions based on guesswork seems to work. The other thing that seems to work is understanding the themes behind not just stocks, but the themes behind the market. For this year, for instance, the market was all about when are interest rates going to peak and when they finally did, the market took off. You have to be vigilant to spot that. But that was the theme. That was the trigger for buying the market. So you need to understand what's driving a stock and what's driving the market and watch the themes. You, as I say, you can get buried in the numbers on individual stocks and it won't help you time the stocks, which you have to do. And the other thing, as I get older and older, the other thing that is clear to me is that on a risk reward basis, risk is just as important as returns. And none of us, or not none of us, some of you may love it, but for the majority of our members... Being able to sleep at night is as important as making money. And on a risk reward basis, I hate to deliver exactly what exchange traded funds want me to deliver. But anyway, there is no doubt that timing the market through exchange traded funds and timing sector themes is a lot less hassle, less risk, less cost, less, act- less activity, less stress than investing through individual stocks, where the efficiency of markets these days opens you to very large moves in individual stocks on small pieces of news. Some members just don't want that risk. Net result, whatever we're doing has work this year, our strategy portfolio is up, can you believe it, 32% this year against the market up about 5% and the ASX 300 accumulation index, the impossible benchmark, which is up about 8 or 9% this year. So we have tripled that and more in the strategy portfolio, making a few decisions and just getting it right. You'll see in the write up today, we got three things right in the strategy portfolio this year. One was being ahead of the game on the AI theme. We were way behind many people, of course, but we caught that exponential global enthusiasm for AI in, was it March, April, May this year? That was one thing we did right. The second thing we did right was we got into cash and stayed there for 120 days whilst the market dropped 7%. And the next thing we got right, the third thing we got right was timing the market almost perfectly, buying it after the Fed meeting told us the interest rates have peaked. So a few Simple decisions in a year would have made it a very good year for anyone who followed our strategy portfolio. And all the while, that was a low risk strategy. The ETFs we were in were never going to precipitously drop. We may have got the timing wrong. That was our risk, but we didn't. But (laughs) we may have got the timing wrong, but there was never a precipitous risk. So this seems to work. The interesting thing, of course, is for next year, I wonder what three things we need to get right next year. And I believe the only way that we will do that is to continue doing what we're doing, which is waking up in the morning and making decisions. So again, vigilance, themes, reacting, not predicting. We'll see how it's... Interesting thought, isn't it? What do we have to get right next year? Well, next year will unveil itself. Bottom line to all that is no changes to the strategy portfolio. The market, the bull market is on for the moment. BHP doing nicely about hitting all-time high. Macquarie's broken the downtrend and whilst the market goes up, is going up nicely. And in the ideas portfolio, whilst I've got the finger on the trigger ready to sell on the first bad day and I'd like to it's not really very financial but it would be nice to clear out the ideas portfolio over the break and get stuck at, stuck and look forward to get, getting stuck back in when we come back and you might be doing that as well so that's about that not too much else to report at the moment a good day most of the big stuff up defensive stocks down dow futures and nasdaq futures down a touch aussie dollar strong 6711 good for resources It's good for resources because it tells you the US dollar is going down, which is good for commodity prices. Bond yields... Still showing a significant pivot point at the top and still heading down. The stage is set for the bull market to continue. Can we call it a bull market yet? Our market's up over 10% now. The stage is set for the trend to continue. Christmas is looking good. You have a fabulous day. Bit of waffle today. Sorry about that. You have a fabulous day. We'll be back tomorrow.